Good morning. Uh, hearing that wonderful rendition of O Come Emmanuel this morning for our pre-service music reminded me that uh, on Christmas Eve, we always have a, a great amount of pre-service music. Uh, some of it is from uh, members of our own congregations doing solos like that. And others will be some of the choirs and bell choirs that you hear uh, regularly during worship. Uh, but we'll have more information on that as it gets closer. But we will be having on uh, Christmas Eve, and which is Saturday this year, uh, 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. service with pre-service music at both. Uh, a couple other announcements. First, I just wanted to mention that uh, there's a sign-up sheet in the back for the ladies' ornament exchange, and today's the last day to sign up for that. Uh, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to Tevia. And also, um, there's some information in the bulletin on this. The trustees are having their uh, fall cleanup day uh, next Saturday, starting at 9 a.m., and then also we do the uh, church decorating. So if anyone is interested, feel free to come out and help. The Old Testament reading for this the first Sunday of Advent is from the second chapter of Isaiah. The word that Isaiah, the son of Amos, saw concerning Judah and Jerusalem. It shall come to pass in the latter days that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established as the highest of the mountains and shall be lifted up above the hills, and all the nations shall flow to it. And many people shall come and say, Come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways, and that we may walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He shall judge between the nations, and shall decide disputes for many peoples. And they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. O house of Jacob, come, let us walk in the light of the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the 13th chapter of Romans. Owe oh, no one anything except to love each other, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not murder, you shall not steal, you shall not covet, and any other commandment are summed up in this word, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no wrong to a neighbor, therefore love is the fulfilling of the law. Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 21st chapter. 
Now when they drew near to Jerusalem and came to Bethphage, to the Mount of Olives, then Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, you shall say, The Lord needs them, and he will send them at once. This took place to fulfill what was spoken by the prophet, saying, Say to the daughter of Zion, Behold, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a beast of burden. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put on them their cloaks, and he sat on them. Most of the crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. And the crowds that went before him and that followed him were shouting, Hosanna to the Son of David! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And when he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was stirred up, saying, Who is this? And the crowd said, This is the prophet Jesus from Nazareth of Galilee. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus comes into Jerusalem riding a colt. He comes riding a baby donkey. The people lay palm branches down on the road and shout, Hosanna! We usually hear this reading on Palm Sunday. We usually hear this reading a few days before Jesus comes into Jerusalem, is crucified, dies, and then rises again three days later. But this is not Holy Week. This is the beginning of Advent. It's the time of year we sing songs like, O come, O come, Emmanuel. It's the time of year we remember Jesus once came as a baby and will come again as a king. That's why this gospel reading today is so important. When Jesus entered into Jerusalem, the people who saw him coming asked a serious question we should all consider. They asked, who is this Jesus who is coming? It's one thing to just see Jesus, but another to ask, who is this riding a baby donkey? And why is he riding a baby donkey? 2,000 years ago, the people in Jerusalem wanted to know why. And the followers of Jesus answered by saying, this is Jesus, the prophet from Galilee. And I can imagine when some people heard this, they just shrugged their shoulders. It wasn't the first time they heard a prophet was coming into Jerusalem. I imagine when others saw Jesus coming into Jerusalem on a baby donkey, they would point at him and say, what on earth is he doing? They probably laughed when they saw him. After all, in their minds... If Jesus was truly a great prophet, he would not be riding a baby donkey, a beast of burden. 
If he was great, he would come riding on a white horse. In their minds, if Jesus was great, he would come riding in a chariot. Who is this? The people of Jerusalem asked. And just five days later, they would decide who Jesus is. They would crucify him. And over Jesus' head, they would hang a sign meant to mock him. And the sign would read, Jesus of Nazareth, King of the Jews. It's not bad to ask questions sometimes. It's not bad for us to ponder this time of year, who is Jesus who came into the world as a baby? Who is Jesus who came into Jerusalem riding on a baby donkey? Who is Jesus who said he would come back again one day? If you ask a thousand different people, who is Jesus? I bet you'll get a thousand different answers. For some modern day politicians, Jesus is just a prop. For their political endorsements. So Jesus comes riding on a billboard with a quote from him. Making it sound like a senator, a congressman, or a governor has been handpicked by Jesus to change the world. For others, Jesus is someone to be used for their own gain. So they plaster Jesus' face on a coffee mug with his words written around the edge in tiny letters, and all that for a mere nine ninety five. if you call right now. And for others, Jesus comes into this world to do whatever they want and whenever they want it. They use Jesus like he's their own personal genie. Rub a few Bible verses off your lips and Jesus will come and give you what you want. For them, Jesus only comes to do what they want. Who is Jesus? Why did he come? Good question. A thousand different people will give you a thousand different answers. But if we let Jesus tell us who he is, we might know. If we allow Jesus to show us who he is, you will know who he is. And there's maybe no better way to find out who Jesus is than to let Jesus himself show you who he is. And let Jesus show you why he came. And let Jesus show you why he will come back again. Jesus came into Jerusalem on a baby donkey for a reason. And he did that for you. The Christ came into Jerusalem riding a beast of burden. And he did that for you. The king of all kings and lord of all lords came into Jerusalem riding an animal known to serve others And he did that for such a good reason. And that reason was all for you. He came riding an animal well known for being abused 
while it worked, and yet taking it all the same. God himself, the great I am, the creator of the heavens and the earth, came into Jerusalem for you. He came riding a silly baby donkey, an animal notorious for bearing the burdens of work that man cannot bear. Jesus came riding on top of an animal that is known to live a suffering life and to keep coming back for more every single day. Who is Jesus? Just look at the animal he chose to ride. Why did he come into this world? Just look at the animal he's riding. Look where the animal comes to serve, where it's leading him. And he comes into Jerusalem. He comes into Jerusalem for you. He comes to serve others by being arrested for you. Like a beast of burden, Jesus comes to be abused by guards, mocked by them, beat, spit on. He did that for you. So you would never be abused for your sins. Jesus comes on that baby donkey to bear the whip of 39 lashes that tear at his flesh. And he comes to bear that for you. So you won't be punished. For your sin. He comes to Jerusalem to stand before Pontius Pilate. To be declared guilty. Even though he did nothing wrong. Jesus comes. So you can be declared innocent. So I can be declared innocent. Even though we're the ones who have done everything wrong. Jesus comes to bear the burdens of a work sinful man could never do for himself. For one man to die in the place of all men, women, and children. He comes to have his own hands nailed into a cross, his own feet. He comes to bear a death sentence for you and me so that all who believe in him will not die. He comes to hang on a cross for six hours to shed blood To ask the Father to forgive us because we don't know what we're doing. Jesus comes into Jerusalem to die and be buried. To rest in a grave for three days. He did that so that all of our graves, all of the graves of the saints would be embraced by him. Because he suffered through a death just like all of us. He loves us even after we die because he personally knows what that is like. And then he came to rise from the dead on Easter Sunday to prove that death has truly been mastered. And he did all of that for you. Why did Jesus come? Who is Jesus? thousand different people, a thousand different answers. But there's only one answer that says who Jesus is, why he came, why he suffered and died. Only one answer why he rose again. He did that all for you. And Jesus is not done yet. 
No, Jesus' work is not finished yet. One day, he will come again. He won't be riding any baby donkeys this time. No, when he comes again, he will come riding on the clouds with every single angel in heaven and along with all the saints who rest with him right now. And on that day, the dead will be raised never to die again. When Jesus comes again, the earth will finally be healed forever. When Jesus comes again, Satan will be judged. The unbelievers will join him. On the day he comes, Jesus will be the final judge of the living and the dead. Jesus really will come again. And when he does... He will do all of this for the same reason he came into Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. He will come to do all of this for you. As we enter the season of Advent, our thoughts are turned to seeing who Jesus is. Our hearts are turned to ask the question, why did you come? And the answer is always the same. He came for you. He came to suffer on a cross for you so you won't suffer. He came to die on a cross for you so you won't die. And he came to rise from the dead so you too will join him in the resurrection of the dead. That's who Jesus is. That's why he came. And that's why he will come again. For you. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.